Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message. No, that ain't gonna do. I said, give God a praise. Man, that was awesome. Didn't our team outdo themselves today? Everybody's standing. If you're glad to be in a house where the river flows and you're ready for the word, shout, bring it on. I'm glad that this house, this house, somebody say this house, this house is a house of fire. This is a house of power. I've been preaching a series called God's House, and one of the things that makes Calvary a big deal is that we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I wonder if there's anybody here today you still believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. Come on. I, I did an update on my social media this week, and I said there are some denominations that say you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost to go to heaven. But I want you to understand something. You're not saved just because you speak in tongues. You're saved because you're washed in the blood. Come on, somebody. You don't need the baptism of the Holy Ghost to go to heaven. You need the baptism in the Holy Ghost to go to Walmart. Can I get a witness in the house? To, to live with your family, some of your cousins, you need the baptism. How many of you want that work in your life? Come on. I'm going to teach you a little bit about that today. I want you to look at Acts chapter 2. Remember, this is the church's birthday. Tell somebody around you, happy birthday, happy birthday. The Bible says in verse 1, now when the day of Pentecost had fully come. Let me just stop there and highlight two words, fully come. There's some that try to teach that it's not for us today. I don't read anywhere in the Bible after the Holy Ghost came, he left. So he fully came, he never fully went. When he fully came, he fully stayed. Now when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, somebody shout suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues. One translation says clothing tongues. Another translation said various tongues. As of what? Fire. Somebody shout fire. And one sat down upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. Is this true or not? How many of you believe it's true? Make a little noise if you believe it's true. I'm gonna let you announce the sermon title to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, hey neighbor. Come on, holler at him, say, hey neighbor. Say quick, call 911. This house is on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You better get your cell phone out and call 911. This whole row is about to get lit up. Hallelujah. The house is on fire. 
God's house is a big deal because it's a house of fire. Slip up your hands. Father, release revelation and anointing in this house in such a way that droves of people here in Orlando, in New Smyrna, in Palm Coast, everywhere there's a Calvary campus. May folks be filled with the Holy Spirit. Do it right here and do it for my friends online around the world. And we'll thank you. If you believe in that power, make a little noise in the room right now. Praise God. You might be seated. I'm going to tell you right up front without apology. I make no bones about it. I am a real deal, Holy Ghost filled, devil binding, tongue talking, spirit filled preaching machine who believes in the power of Pentecost. If you believe in Pentecostal power, let me hear from you in the room right now. I have given my life into expressing this message that we need the power of the Holy Spirit. 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus, if you study, you'll find out that the Holy Ghost was poured out 10 days after his ascension. It was on the 50th day. It represents Pentecost, on the day of Pentecost. Pentecost is actually a time when the Jews celebrate the ingathering of the harvest. And what you've got to understand spiritually is that when we are filled with the Holy Spirit and we operate in the power of the Holy Ghost, it enables us to bring in the harvest. We're able, we're able to bring in the lost. Did you know this? I'm going to get on my notes in just a second, but did you know that the fastest growing part of Christianity right now is the spirit-filled part? It's the Pentecostal part. It's the charismatic part. It's the part that you're a part of. We are exploding in growth. Many of the, many Christian parts of the, of our, our movement are losing ground, but the Holy Ghost-filled part is gaining ground. For every four Christians you meet, one and a half of them now are baptized in the Holy Ghost. We're going to get that other half pretty soon. We'll be two of us. How many of you would like to see half of every Christian you meet, half of them being tongue talkers? Come on. Make a little noise if you believe that power's for today. So I'm going to teach you a little bit today. I'm going to help you because I want you to walk in that power. I want you to understand it today. Number one, I want to show you some things. Number one, Holy Spirit power, Holy Ghost power is more than another level. It's a whole nother dimension. And I today want to go into another dimension. I'm not concerned as much about levels. I want to go into another dimension. It's a new realm. Let me explain it to you. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1, but you shall receive power. Somebody shout power. When the Holy Ghost has come upon you, not when you go to the Believer's School of Ministry, not when you join the right denomination. No, he said you will receive power not after you get your church membership card. No, you will receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Now, when you begin to operate in the power of the Holy Ghost with the fullness of the Spirit, when you begin to walk in that Pentecostal power, praying in the Spirit, speaking in tongues, you don't just move to another level, you move into a divine dimension. Somebody say divine dimension. 
Now watch this. A, a new divine dimension can be defined as this. A place previously unoccupied. It's a place where you've never been before. It's a place where you see things you've never seen before. It's a place where you have what you never had before. It's a place where you can do what you've never done before. It's more than another, another level. Holy Ghost power is another dimension. Help me, Spirit of God. I don't want to just go to another level. I want to go to another dimension. I want to go to a previous place that I haven't occupied before. I want to see what I've never seen before. I want to experience what I've never experienced before. Because if we just operate in levels, we're not operating in the fullness of the Spirit. See, it is possible to go to another level and remain in the same dimension. But it's impossible to go to another dimension and remain at the same level. Ugh. I don't want to just go to another level because when I'm at another level, I just take one step up and I see where I am and I can have a reference point to where I've been and I know that I'm just at a whole another level. But when you go to another dimension, you see things that you haven't seen before. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but somebody better get ready. God's about to take you into a whole nother dimension. You're about to walk into a new place. You're about to experience new power. Maybe I'm only preaching to myself. I said in this next season, I prophesy that some of you are about to walk into a whole nother dimension. It's not going to be another level. The hell that you've been through, the problems that you've been through, the devil was not trying to hold you from another level. He was trying to hold you from another dimension because he knew that you had an appointment to get a fresh indwelling and infilling of this power. How many of you are ready to get into a whole nother dimension in God? Let me ask you again, I said, is there anybody at Calvary ready today to walk into a whole nother dimension in God? If you're ready for another dimension, make a little noise. Tell your neighbor, this is my new dimension praise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I may even praise a little bit differently in this dimension. I may shout a little differently in this dimension. I'm going to pray a little bit differently in this dimension. I'm going to worship a little bit differently in this dimension. I'm not just going to another level. I'm going to another dimension. I'm, I'm going to see what I've never seen before. Ugh. See, see, you can be at another level and things still kind of look the same. <laughs> but when you get to another dimension, <laughs> see, hear me, the Bible said you will receive power. That's what it's about. This power takes you into another dimension. Now, the word, the word receive there is a very powerful word in the Greek. It literally means to gain access. God said, I'm going to give you access to another dimension. You're going to catch. You're going to catch this power. You're going to accept it. You're going to be amazed by what you experience. And when you operate in this new dimension, it's a new realm. So what happens is this. Your attitude begins to change. The way you look at things begin to change because when you enter into a new, new dimension, things look differently. I'm telling you in this new dimension, things are not going to look so hopeless. In this new dimension, you're not going to be defeated. In this other dimension, through the work of the Holy Spirit, you're going to start seeing your children in a different way.
Your children are going to look different. Maybe they're not where they need to be, but you're going to start looking at them and realize that I've got a power in me that can shift their entire life. Your situation will look differently. Your financial problems won't look impossible anymore. Your health issues will look differently. Your future is going to look different. Why? Because you've got the Holy Ghost who is God inside of you and everything changes. He takes you not just to another level, but to another dimension. Are there any new dimension people here? I said, are there any new dimension people here? There, there's folks who judged you the last season. They've seen where you've been. They've seen the hell that you've been through. But they're about to have an encounter with you in this next season. And it's going to be a you like they've never seen before. It's not going to be a discouraged you, a defeated you, a worried you, a you that's full of anxiety. But it's going to be a you who knows that greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world if you're ready to get that new dimension working in your life make a little noise in the room here's what the writer said he said the lord said but you will receive power somebody shout power the word power is the greek word dunamis it literally means ability efficiency and might put your hand on your chest and say i have that work the Spirit of God is in me. I receive that power. I have ability. I have efficiency. And I have might. Say it again. Say, I have ability. I have efficiency. And I have might. Let the devil hear you. Say, I have ability. I have efficiency. And I have might. Now, if you've got the Holy Spirit, you've got that. And give God a praise for it right now. You shall receive power. Now watch, power is the Greek word dunamis. It's where we get our English word dynamite. And we've got to make this plain. In that upper room, the Holy Spirit baptism was a baptism of power. And don't you ever forget, today's baptism is a baptism of power. You are baptized in the Holy Spirit to be powerful. Not weak, not worried, not full of anxiety, but full of power. Because God is taking you into another realm. A realm of new ability. A realm of fresh efficiency. A realm of might. Somebody say, I've got the power. Now give God a shout like you do. Let's give him a shout like you do. Now there are some people, they don't think they need this power. They think they can do what they've been called to do without this power. So number two, the question is concerning this tongue stuff, do I really need this tongue stuff? Do I really need it? Do I, do I really need it? Can I get to heaven without it? Yes, you can get to heaven without it, but I'm telling you, it's a whole lot more fun to go to heaven with it. It's a lot more victory when you have it. Now, now watch this. First Corinthians 14, 13. I want you to understand something because I want to explain the different types of tongues. Number one, there's tongues of interpretation. There's various kind of tongues. Now, now the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 14, 13, therefore let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. What does that mean? That means if there's a setting like this and there's something called a message in tongues, 
words, then there should be an interpretation that follows. Some of you say, well, I've never experienced that. Just about three weeks ago, we had a message in tongues and I gave the interpretation. Now watch this. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. That means when there is a message in tongues in the service, there ought to be an interpretation. The Bible said otherwise in verse 16, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say amen? How can somebody agree if someone gives a message in tongues, how can somebody say amen if they don't know or understand what that person was saying? See, there are times in a service where someone will give a message in tongues. You say, well, Pastor, I didn't see somebody stand up a few weeks ago. I can't remember which service it was in. But you say, I didn't see anybody stand up and give a message in tongues. But I knew by the Holy Ghost that somebody behind me was giving a message in tongues. It was Vicki, one of our singers. And she was standing right here and the Holy Spirit said, that's me talking. I heard her above everything else. I stepped up and I gave the interpretation. Now listen, this wasn't tongues of intercession. This was not tongues of worship, but these were tongues for an interpretation. And when I grew up in the Pentecostal church, man, it was when somebody gave a message of tongues, we were all like afraid. It was the same person who gave them every single week. She would stand up and give a message in tongues. We would all sit there and kind of like we'd, everything would get quiet and you would panic and you would say, don't say nothing. If you say anything now, God will strike you dead. Come on. And we were scared to death. But I've come to understand that when the Holy Ghost is moving, it is not a fearful thing. It is not a dreadful thing. It is an awesome thing. It is an empowering thing. It is a life-changing thing. It is a devil-binding thing. It is a body-healing thing. It is a life-exalting thing. It is a new season thing. It is a new dimension and think how many of you say I don't want to be afraid of the Holy Ghost move Holy Ghost in my church and in my life now I gave that 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 instruction I gave that that interpretation and people reached out to me on social media and said pastor that's right where I was and oftentimes when that happens in a service it deals with the issues that people are facing but get a hold of what the Bible says Paul said that tongues are a sign somebody say a sign they are a sign not to the believer in verse 22, but they are a sign to the unbeliever. The word sign there in the Hebrew, in the Greek, it means an indication. It means a mark. It means something that transcends the common course of nature. Paul said when people speak in tongues in a service, when they worship in the Spirit, when they intercede in the Spirit, when there's a message in tongues, it's not a sign to the believer, it's a sign to the unbeliever. This is why I am so confused now when I see these pastors saying, we cannot have any manifestation of the Holy Spirit because it will make the new folks in the church, it will offend the unbeliever. It will scare the unbeliever. And we have played right into the devil's hands because the devil knows that if he can keep the supernatural out of the house, that there won't be enough of a manifestation of God to get people born again. So the devil has so crafted this generation of preacher to make them believe that any manifestation of the Holy Spirit is gonna scare people. But you see, the devil is a liar. 
The enemy knows that the moment that the real deal Holy Ghost begins to manifest in the house, people are going to say, I've never heard that before. I've never seen that before. I've never felt that before. I've never experienced that before. It is a mark. It is a sign. It is an indication that there is something going on that transcends the common course of nature. There is something happening there and the source is not this world. It is another world. I am now uncomfortable. I am absolutely convinced that I cannot come to church and go through the rudimentary rituals of religious activity. I can't come to church and just be cool. I can't come to church and just try to impress you with my music and dazzle you with my lights. Baby, I want there to be something in the house that transcends the common course of nature. That when people sit in that room, lost or found, they say there is something that I feel that is from another world. Let me give my heart to Jesus. Let me tap into that power. How many of you understand? The church needs that power. Make a little noise if you want that. Uh, We've played right into the devil's hands, young preacher. Don't you dare quench the Holy Spirit. Now, watch this. There's known tongues and there's unknown tongues. There's two types of tongues. There's unknown tongues. That's a heavenly language. That's when you pray unknown tongues, prayers of intercession, prayers of worship. Come on now, unknown tongues. And then there's known tongues. That's the supernatural ability to speak another language. Watch this. The Bible said that on the day of Pentecost, there were people on that day there from all different regions. They had all different languages and dialects. But the Bible said that every person heard the gospel in their own language. The Bible said, then they were amazed and they marveled, watch, saying to one another, look, are not all these who speak Galileans? He said they're Galileans, but they're speaking in different languages. You say, pastor, does that still happen? Let me tell you some things that happened to me. I was preaching in Venezuela years ago in Caracas. Some of you have seen the horrific things that have gone on in Venezuela. You can see it on TV. It is a tragic situation. The people are hungry, they are starving, and they need to be prayed for. I said we need to remember them in prayer. I've got lots of friends that I made there through the years, and I would go there every year and preach. And we founded many, many churches. I think we established about six or eight churches during the years that I was there that grew to be great big churches. And the way we would fill those churches is we would literally go on the streets of Caracas, Venezuela. We would set up sound systems, and we would sing and worship, and I would preach with an interpreter. And all those people that would come to the Lord on the streets we would get them plugged into these churches and that's how we built these phenomenal Holy Ghost houses that were springing up all over Caracas. It was just packed full of people. We were amazed at what God was doing and God was sending revival. I was taking about a hundred young people at the time and we were going in there and we were literally going on the front lines and bringing revival to Caracas, Venezuela. And I was on the streets one day in the city and I was preaching my heart out and the power of God was moving and there was a man who came rushing toward me and my spirit just leapt inside of me and I turned and put the mic down and I spoke to him and I said, you bow right here and you don't move in the mighty 
mighty name of Jesus, I was so full of the Holy Ghost and so full of the power of God. I didn't speak Spanish. That man didn't speak English. The only thing I can say is, Banyo, por favor, pronto. Come on. That's get me to the bathroom just as quickly as you can. Come on, somebody. I can say, glory, adios. That's about it. I don't speak Spanish at all. But I looked at that man and I spoke to him. He didn't speak English, I didn't speak Spanish, but he knelt right down in the presence of the Lord. When I came over there, I cast the devil out of him. I led him to Jesus. He pulled a knife out of his pocket. He said, I came to cut you. I came to stop you from doing that. The devil inside of me said that I could kill you right now. He said, but when I came toward you, you spoke to me in Spanish, and you told me to bow down in the presence of the Lord. He said, I couldn't even move. I'm trying to tell you that if God did it for Jim Rayleigh, you can't tell me it ain't real. I said, you can't tell me that it's not real. I've got an experience. I don't care what your argument is. I was pre oh, can I just talk to you a minute? I'm just trying to convince you that it's real and it's for today. I'm not telling you what I heard, I'm telling you what I've lived. I was preaching in the Ukraine outside of Chernobyl. How many have ever heard of Chernobyl? Come on. I was preaching and this crusade it was growing night in and night out. And man, I was preaching and these vagab these these rough cut men, they started hanging out. They were despising what God was doing and they were drunk and there was about four or five five of them. They came and they said they were going to destroy the meeting and they were going to attack me. And they came walking down the aisles and the place was packed out. And they walked up here and I walked right up to them and I said, you and, and I pulled the mic away and I said, you sit right here. I said, you sit right here. And I said, don't you move. Don't you move until I give you permission to move. Don't you move until I tell you that you can move. All five of them men sat right there on the corner of the stage. Come on, y'all stay right here. It's just like the enemy trying to cause a distraction, but we're not going to have a distraction in the name of Jesus Christ because this also happened in first service. And, and I'm telling you, the enemy wouldn't distract us then, but he's not going to distract this first service or second service I'm trying to testify of the Holy Ghost and you're gonna listen to what I've got to say I said you're gonna listen to what I got to say cuz there ain't no demon or no devil that's gonna stop me you couldn't stop me in Caracas you can't stop me in the Ukraine and you can't stop me in Ormond Beach Those five men came right there to do damage. They wanted to attack me. I said, you sit right here until I give you permission. And I was speaking to them. I didn't speak their language. They didn't speak mine. But the Holy Ghost came on me, and they told me afterwards I gave them permission to move when they came forward and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. They said, you told us to move. We couldn't move. We had to sit on the stage. I'm trying to tell you that the power of the Holy Ghost is real. If you believe it, one, two, three, give God a praise. Now, there's known tongues, unknown tongues, but then there's tongues of intercession. That means that the Holy Spirit prays through you. The Bible said, he shall be with you. Not only is he going to be with you, but he's going to be in you. And he will pray through you. Now watch Romans 8. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, 
for we do not know what to pray for as we ought. But, 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 conjunction, conjunction, junction. What's your function? Come on, somebody. Y'all don't know about Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill up on Capitol Hill. Y'all don't say nothing. All of y'all are 12 years old. He said, conjunction, but the Spirit himself, 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 the Holy Ghost himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit. And he, he makes intercessions for the saints according to the will of God. But the Spirit helps. Somebody say helps. The word helps there, he's a supporter who stands alongside of us and with us to hold everything together. So what does that mean? He's with you and he's in you. And the Holy Ghost prays through you. So watch this. When you pray, you pray finitely. What does that mean? You pray what you see. You pray what you know. You pray what you comprehend. You pray what you understand. You pray within the realm of your knowledge. You can't pray outside of what you know. You can't pray outside of your understanding in the natural. You can't pray for things you don't understand. But the Holy Ghost gets inside of you. Know ye not, ye are the temple of the Holy Spirit. See you inside of you. It's the inner court in the inner man. The presence of God in the person. He gets inside of you. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The third person in the Trinity who is every bit as much God as God himself. He's not some kind of weak third part. He's not just an angel that Jehovah Witnesses say he's a force. He's a force alright but he's also a person. Hallelujah. He's every bit as much God as God himself. How many of you know that God was not schizophrenic in the book of Genesis when he said let us make man in our, I'm preaching now, in our own image. Us is the Hebrew word Elohim meaning God's plural. It is most often translated God's three. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. So God the Holy Ghost is getting inside of you. Jesus said I've done all I can do so I'm going to send you a another comforter and he's going to be with you and shall be in you another comforter another is the word allos it is the greek word that means the same as and comforter is parakletos it is one who stands beside you he is your defense attorney he goes to battle with you he said i'm going to send you an allos parakletos he's going to be just like me whatever i want for you he'll want for you whatever i desire for you he desires you for you i want you healed he wants you healed. I want you blessed. He wants you blessed. Jesus said, I've done all I can do in this body, so I'm going to send you an Allos Paracletos, and he's not just going to be with you. He's going to get in you. And then the Bible said, for the Spirit helpeth our infirmities, for we know not to pray, what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit prays through us, and he prays the mind and the will of God. Now, if he's God, then he's omniscient. What does omniscient mean? Omniscient. It's two words, omniscient. Omni means all. Science means knowing. So you got omniscience. Omniscience is inside of you. He knows what you don't know. 
He knows what's up with your children. He knows what's up with your future. He knows what's up with your family. He knows what's up with your money. He knows the door that you need and he gets inside of you. He's also omnipresent. That means he's all present. That means he's everywhere all at once. That doesn't mean that his elbow is in Daytona and his kneecap is in Miami. No, baby. That means all that he is is everywhere that there is at the very same time. He said, not, do, not only do I know everything, I am everywhere. So I'm omniscient, I'm omnipresent, and then I'm omnipotent, omnipotent. Omni means all potent means power. He said, not only do I know about it, not only am I present in it, I'm also got the power to fix it. And I'm down inside of you, and I pray through you. Because when you pray, you pray finitely. How many of you are glad for some of the crazy prayers that you prayed that God didn't answer? Y'all better help me preach. What if you would have married that guy? What if you would have married that woman? But no, you prayed what you knew. And then the Holy Ghost said, let me get inside of you. You move over. I'm omniscient. I'm omnipotent. I'm omnipresent. Let me get inside of you. And I'm going to pray through you. Let me fix the mess that you just made. And when you begin to pray and intercede, intercede means to intervene. All of a sudden, you begin to pray about things you don't even know nothing about because the the Holy Ghost is inside of you. How many times did the devil say I'm going to take you out in that wreck? But there was a How many times did the devil say I'm going to have your children? But there was a And that wreck didn't happen. Those children are still alive. That situation changed. Somebody who believes in the power of intercession take a 15 second praise break and give God a shout. Get your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor, say you just sit there if you want to, but I got to give God praise. I wouldn't be here without the power of the Holy Ghost. One, two, three, give God a shout. Come on, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta finish, but I feel breakthrough in this house. Think about it. All-knowing, omnipresent, omnipotent, praying through you. Praying what? The mind and the will of God. We don't know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself maketh intercessions with groanings which cannot be uttered. Verse 27, now he who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Somebody give him a shout now if you're grateful. Okay. So there's tongues, unknown, unknown tongues. There's known tongues. Tongues for interpretation. Tongues for intercession. Intercession means to intervene. Anybody glad you got God inside of you and he will intervene in your situation? But then there are tongues for worship. What does that mean? Paul said, what is the conclusion? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing in the Spirit, and I will also sing with understanding. In other words, 
when you worship as a spirit-filled believer, it takes you into a whole another dimension of God's presence. Now, now watch this. Paul said, I will, I will worship with my understanding and I will worship in the spirit. Now check this out. There are those times, give me those, the, the, that, just a little bit, son. Thank you for that. Come on, just play a little bit. We're just worshiping. You have those times when you say, Lord, I bless your name. Lord, I magnify you. You are worthy. There's nobody like you, Jesus. Give me some of this keyboard right here. Nobody like you, Lord. You are so wonderful. Lord, you're faithful to me. You're faithful to me. You are so good, Lord. You're my savior. You're my healer. You're my deliverer. You're my way maker. You are chosen one. You are holy one. You are mighty one of Israel. I praise your name. Nobody like you, Jesus. You are El Shaddai. You are wonderful. You are counselor. You are mighty God. You are Prince of Peace. You are my Savior. You are my healer. Oh, I worship you. I worship you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Your bread when I'm hungry. You're a way out of no way. Your strength when I'm weak. Your joy in the morning. I honor you, Lord. 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 I bless your name. I bless your name, I bless your name, I bless your name. I don't know where I would be without you, Jesus. I don't know what I would do without you, Jesus. You brought me so far, Jesus. You made a way again and again and again and again. Every time I turn around, you're making a way. Every time I turn around And then you get to a point where you've exhausted All the English you know You say I've worshipped to God But I don't even know what else to say I've, I've thought of everything I can say That will magnify you Paul said I will worship with my understanding He said but I will also worship in the spirit he said then i all of a sudden after i've exalted the lord and used my english language and tried to describe him as much as i can he said then the holy ghost who testifies of jesus who glorifies the father begins to well up inside of me and who better to worship god and testify of jesus then the Holy Ghost and you don't have any more English words and then all of a sudden you find yourself Lord I'm out of English I'm out of here I don't have anything else to say in English 
but now I will worship in the spirit. I need somebody right now that knows how to worship in the spirit. Just raise your hands and open your mouth and give God glory. Give Him glory. There's a breaking happening right now. There's a breaking happening right now. God is moving. God is moving. Oh, I can't stop. I feel like something is shifting. Stand up and open your mouth. Courtney, come on, worship in the spirit. Walk across the front. Turn this mic up.
lifts right now. Heaviness lifts right now. So listen, I want to try to close. There's some who say, you know, I heard preachers preach that that's of the devil. Does that feel like that's of the devil to you? Tongues are a gift from God. And we're going to experience that power today. Listen, listen, this is for you. Pastor Rayleigh, do I need this? Do I need this at work in my life? Tongues for interpretation, the gift of tongues. Those kind of tongues are here. Tongues of intercession are up. Tongues of worship, they edify God. They pray to the Lord. Omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent, praying inside of you. Praying for your children, knowing what they've already struggled with that you don't know nothing about. So here's what you need you need this power. Hallelujah, Jesus. You say, Well, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm not worthy. Let me tell you something there's one prerequisite you must be born again. So everybody in the room, take your hand and put it on your heart right now. There's so much glory in here. I'm not even going to give an altar call for this because I know God is going to save people right now. Pray this prayer to be loud and strong. Pray, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I want this Holy Ghost power. I want this Holy Ghost power. But I pray now. If there's any sin in my life that would keep me from it, I confess it. Forgive me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. I receive you now. I receive you now. Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. King of Kings. King of Kings. Now I'm ready. For the power of the Holy Ghost to take over my world. Now, how many of you, with heads bowed just for a moment and eyes closed, how many of you would say, Pastor, now you've already prayed that prayer. That means there's nothing that can block you. How many of you can say, Pastor, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to be filled or refilled. I've never spoken tongues or it's been a long time. It's been a while. It's been a week, a month, three months. I feel dry, I feel, I, I feel like I need a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost or I've not spoken in tongues at all, but I want to raise your hands right now. I want this power, this power that you've been talking about, raise it up, raise up your hands right now. I want this power, I want it. I need a fresh touch today or I need to be, I need to be filled today for the first time. If you wanna be filled or refilled, I want you to come to the front right now. Come, 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 come. It's not a hard thing. This is gonna take you to another dimension. Somebody better clap while they're coming. We about to have Pentecost. I said, we're about to have upper room. 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 I said, it's the same power in the upper room. It's about to hit this room. I said, the same power in that upper room. It's about to take this room by storm. The fire is in the house. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Get up here quickly. Get up here quickly. Get up here quickly. Hey. 
They're still coming. Why don't you clap while they come? Some of you are unsure. Should I go or not? Listen, this is not emotionalism. This is real. This is something that you need. Press in. Press in. Let's get them to the front. Get them in. Get them to the front. Get them to the front. There's droves of them. There's droves of them. They're still coming. Now, I want those of you that will, if you're filled with this power and you know that you are, come on, let's shift up a little bit, guys. Let's make room for everybody. If you know you're filled with this power and it's fresh in you, I want you to get out of your seat and I want you to come stand behind them. Come on. Come on. Get up here as quick as you can. Come on. Get up here as quick as you can. Get up here as quick as you can. If you know you got this power, you know you do. I want you to, I just want you to come and stand behind them. If you, if you pray in the spirit on a regular basis, I want you to come and stand behind these that are here. Get up here quick. Come on, come on, come on, come on. If you're willing to help me, all I'm, not, all I'm gonna ask you to do is just be the pneuma in this house. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you and you be the breath in this house. Now, hey, we about to have an outpouring. How many of you are ready for an outpouring? Make a little noise if you're ready for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Now watch, watch. Everybody look at me right in the eyes. You say, Pastor, why did you get people who were willing to come and stand behind us? How many of you know that you don't get a car with a dead battery to charge up another car with a dead battery? But you want to get a car that's got some power. So God's going to use you like a battery that's fully charged. How many of you know that if somebody has collapsed and they are dying, you don't get somebody who's dead and throw up on, throw them up on top of them and say, give them mouth to mouth. But you get somebody with some... See, all you that are standing here, you're going to be... We're going to breathe that in this place today. Now look at me right in the eyes. We make this complicated when it doesn't have to be. We make it hard when it doesn't have to be. I thought the Bible said to tarry. They tarried in Jerusalem. Now it's an open heavens. Now here's what's going to happen. The Bible says they spoke. Who spoke? They did. As the Spirit gave them the utterance. We think we're going to beam out of our bodies and we won't have any awareness of this happening. But the devil is a liar. See, if you don't say it, it will never get said. You have to speak it. You will say, well, pastor, I don't know what to say. The Holy Spirit will give you the utterance. Listen to me now. Don't miss this. That means that as you pray, listen, you're asking the Lord for a good thing. The Bible said, if you ask for bread, he's not going to give you a stone. He said, if a father knows how to give good gifts to his earthly children, how much more does the heavenly father know how to give good gifts to to you? So you're praying for this and the the enemy will tell you that there'll be a word, maybe one word, two words, three words that'll come into your mind. Am I telling the truth? You who have the Holy Spirit, the devil will tell you that's just jibber jabber. You can't say that. It'll be a word that won't make any sense to you. It might, it might, you know, it, it might be just one word. It might be a dozen words. It might be five words. But everything within you will say, you can't say that. That's just your flesh. That's just you being crazy. But wait a minute. You are seeking after the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in the room. And now he's in you. And he will give you the utterance. You have to get in faith to speak it. You have to get in faith 
to say it. How were you saved? You were saved by faith. How will you be filled with the Holy Ghost? You will be filled by faith. That means you got to speak it. That means if it's one word, if it's two words, if it makes no sense to you, when you ask the Lord, say, Lord, give me that language, fill me with the Spirit, then you got to get out there in faith and you got to shamanani. Who has the Holy Spirit? And you know that I'm speaking the absolute truth. That's the way it happens. Now, I want you to raise your hands and I want you to begin to worship the Lord right now. Just begin to worship the Lord. Just get comfortable you gotta you gotta talk lord i magnify you lord i glorify you just say hallelujah just say hallelujah 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 say hallelujah hallelujah you gotta open your mouth you gotta open your mouth you gotta open your mouth you got to open your mouth you got to open your mouth you got to make some noise you got you got to get comfortable hearing yourself doing something spiritual huh glorify him now worship him now hey yes i my heart i feel the spirit of the lord about to be released in this room open your mouth and say something now we're going to pray this prayer we're going to pray this prayer. And when I say now, the Holy Ghost is going to start filling people across this room. You're going to pray this prayer after me. And when we say now, Pastor Josh, I want you, Christian, Pastor Troy, I want every staff member, I want you to move out and begin to lay hands on people because you're going to speak in tongues. Many of you, you got to get out there in faith. You got to say it. And if you don't have tongues yet, you be opening your mouth with hallelujah, hallelujah. Bless your name, bless your name. And I'm telling you, there'll come a moment when that will flip and you'll begin to pray pray in the spirit you'll begin to speak in tongues if you're ready say i'm ready hold your hands up right now come on pray this after me pray heavenly father, heavenly father. shout it out everybody on the stage get ready pray heavenly father, heavenly father. In, jesus name. in jesus name i believe, I believe. In, the power in the power of the holy ghost, the holy ghost. i want you to feel me with that same power that was poured out at Pentecost. I receive it. Let it rise in me. I want to speak in tongues. I'll speak it by faith. I was saved by faith. Lord, whatever you drop in my mind, even if it doesn't make sense to me, I'll say it by faith. And I know you'll feel me. I believe in your power. I receive eh, the infilling of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues and I receive it now everybody in the room receive it I put the mic in your mouth everybody cut out an abaya if you're standing behind somebody put your hand on their shoulders pray for them if you're here to agree Praisers up. I want to hear them praying in the Holy Ghost. Everybody on the stage praying in the Holy Spirit. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. 
Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message.